tell us a little bit about how your football path brought you back to the Canadian Football League after a couple of years in the NFL and, and specifically here to Winnipeg. <laughs> uh, like I said uh, earlier, you know, Darren and I uh, were having a conversation about uh, the list that they put out, uh, that Three Down Nation, I think they're called on uh, Twitter. They had put out a um, <laughs> uh, top free agents list. And uh, he and I, you know, I said, who makes this list? You know, just making a joke, uh, you know, uh, and saying that I felt like I should have been higher, but um, just making a joke. And he wrote me and he, you know, he said he felt like I should be higher as well. <laughs> and uh, after that, you know, he talked about, um, you know, me being in Winnipeg. And though I had not thought before that of being in Winnipeg, uh, besides in 2016 when I thought I was going to end up in Winnipeg uh, before resigning to Edmonton, uh, I said, man, you know, I said, well, hey, you know, let's talk about it. And, you know, I literally all day, all day um, from the calls, you know, from different teams, one thing that really stood out about Winnipeg was just their consistency. And not even just the consistency, but the way that it felt like home. You know, I'm a big family-oriented guy. Uh, you know, I have three uh, little boys, um, ages 10, and, you know, my twins are five. Uh, and, I mean, these guys are texting me, you know, Zach Kalaros, uh Yoshi, uh, Hardwick, uh, Hardwick, I'm sorry, um, you know, Paul Newfield, uh, <laughs> Willie Jefferson, you know, uh I mean, to the OC, to the to the head coach, to, you know, the CEO. Uh, like, you know, it, it really – they really showed me that they, you know, wanted me and, and, and that I would feel like home here. And I mean, that's how I ended up here. Talk about zone coverage, eh? Yeah. Excuse my long-windedness. No, that's great. Hey, so uh, tell me, Bryant, uh, uh, is, is home – I know you were born in San Diego. Is home still San Diego, or, or where are we talking uh, to you from right now? Though I do believe San Diego is the best place on earth, uh, I'm actually in Houston, Texas. Oh, I, I could see now why somebody from the football club just said, don't finish reading that weather forecast when you have our new players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said, he, he, he played in Edmonton. He knows all about it. So, hey, oh, I do believe me. We, we, we've had yeah. all kinds of practice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when it's minus 20, minus 25, I don't know how you tell the difference, but uh, maybe some can. <laughs> Bryant, uh, Talk a little bit, if you will, about the NFL experience because you went uh, initially uh, to Arizona and then you wound up in Tampa Bay and and almost made it onto the Bucks roster. Uh, you know, that's those of us who've never participated in the game of professional football will never know what it is like to give your absolute very best, and then for whatever reason, it just didn't resonate with the people who make those decisions. You know, it's funny. Um, year one, uh, you know, talking to our OC, I definitely had the opportunity to uh, make the team. You know, he said I was going to make the team um, before, you know, the injury. And uh, last year, you know, I, I, I believe that, you know, they just felt like, uh, you know, with COVID going on and things like that, just, you know, it, di- it didn't fit with what they were looking for at the time. And sometimes that happens, right? It's like with anything in life. 
you know, sometimes there's a season, you know, the Bible talks about how there's a time and a season for everything under the sun, you know, and, and sometimes it's just not your season. Sometimes it's, you know, it is, and, you know, it just didn't work out, you know, but I thank God that I'm able to, you know, still play the game I love at a high level and, you know, just excited to see what I could do here in Winnipeg. Yeah, you're you're only 28 years old. You will turn 29 uh, over the course of the season, and our fingers are crossed that uh, uh, there will be a season in 2021. But uh, had, are you are you comfortable with the decision, Brian? That you know you gave the NFL a shot, uh, but the Canadian Football League is where you're going to get the chance to play and and perhaps finish out your pro career. Yeah, you know, uh, the thing is, and what many people don't understand is that it's pro football. You know, um, I tell people this all the time. You know, whether it's the CFL or the NFL, uh, you know, you get to do what you love. Um, You know, of course, I think for Americans, the thing is, is that, you know, when you're growing up, you're watching the NFL every day. You know, your goal and aspiration is to be in the NFL. And when you're, you know, in Canada, you know, though you may be watching the NFL, you know, same thing, CFL is right in your face. So I think that the expectation is just, oh, I got to be in the NFL because that's what I've grown up knowing. But, I mean, for me personally, having had the opportunity to come to the CFL and experience it prior to now, uh, I tell people all the time, you know, it's the funnest game of football you'll ever play. You know, even guys in the NFL that ask me, I tell them, this is the funnest game I've ever played. Um, you know, the difference uh, – from the NFL and the CFL and why a lot of guys are in the NFL and not the CFL is, you know, the finances. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you ever, did you ever explain the waggle to Tom Brady and, and Antonio Brown and Gronk while you were in Tampa Bay? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I always, when, when they, everyone calls it the running start, uh, yeah. you know, and then when you say the waggle, they kind of look at you crazy. So you just kind of leave it alone and let them call it the running start. Um, but, you know, I always explain it to them and how uh, advantageous it is uh, for a receiver. You know, but I always let them know, you know, um, some of the smartest defensive backs I've ever played in my life played here in the CFL. You know, uh, Forrest Hightower, you know, Brandon Thompson, Cord Parks. You know, I mean, I got to see these guys, and I, I thought to myself, like, there's no way these guys are that smart. But they're they're truly, you know, masterminds of this game. And, man, I tell you, you know, you get to the NFL, and a lot. I think the difference is guys there are just, you know, athletic. You know, they're six foot one and can run a 4-3 and jump out the gym. But a lot of those guys aren't as smart as some of these guys. And I believe that, you know, had some of these guys gotten that opportunity, you know, they'd be in the NFL. Because if you can play DB in the CFL, you can definitely play it in the NFL. I believe that yeah. wholeheartedly. Uh, no argument there, Brian. Uh, we've we've <laughs> ran out of clock. Uh, we've we've ran out of field. You've taken us right to the end zone and right to the line. But uh, uh, man, I cannot wait to see you in blue and gold. And I don't know. There's a lot of fans that feel the same way. Thanks a bunch for the time tonight. Uh, stay warm in Houston, and don't worry, man. It will get warmer here. I guarantee that. <laughs> uh, no, I thank you so much, and I thank you guys all for having me. You know. Uh, thank you to, you know, this organization, the fans, you know, um, CJOB. I, I, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to be there. I'm excited to wear uh, that blue and gold and represent it well. 
I'll tell you what, man, I know that we're just going to love you. Uh, Bryant Mitchell, the newest member of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, joining us tonight on the CJOB Sports Show. Well, starting next week, there will be some of Canada's curling best heading to Calgary and the bubble. And there'll be a mass exodus out of Manitoba. Yeah, five different teams will be playing at the Scotties, and all five, plus all the others that are there, are going to want to share the same experience that our guest did one year ago. Carrie Anerson joins us now from her home in Gimli. And Carrie, I don't know if you guys were planning on a little late-night curling on an open pond, but probably with that weather forecast I just read, you, you might want to take a pass on that. Yeah, I'll definitely pass on that. Um, it's too cold for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too cold for a lot of people to think. But you guys, you guys were outside for a bit, though, when it was a little warmer, weren't you? Yeah, I was out there quite a few times, actually, and throwing some rocks and just getting in some reps uh, before we go. Yeah, what was the ice like? It actually wasn't too bad. Um, it took a little bit used to getting used to. It was a little bumpy in some spots. But other than that, it was pretty smooth, and uh, I expected it to be a lot worse, and it was really good. So did you have the twins, you know, taking a can of spray paint and spraying the house and, and hubby holding the broom for you, or how, how, how were you working that? Um, actually, Shannon came out once, and uh, she was holding the broom for me, and then I was just throwing at it, and we'd switch. Um, and I also had uh, Chloe and Cameron out there as well, and they were throwing and really enjoying it. And they had asked me, Mom, how come we can't go inside a rink? Says, You're not allowed to at this time, so this is all we got. Yeah, it, it, it's so difficult with young kids right now, uh, dealing, uh, you know, trying to get them to understand, uh, you know, what we're what we're living through. But it's experiences like that, though, that I'm sure are going to stick with you for a lifetime, though, Carrie. I don't, like, would you have gone out there if it had been normal circumstances and you'd have been able to practice in a rink? Uh, likely not. I would have probably put on my skates and been skating um, rather than curling. So, yeah. Um, Definitely uh, brought a different experience for me. Yeah, four or five years from now, uh, you know, you'll be talking about that. Yeah, I remember remember during COVID, we went out and, and practiced on the rink. Well, so, uh, I, and I, I temper this question, Carrie, with the understanding that nothing is normal, but are you as ready as you can be to go into the bubble next week? Yeah, uh, we're as ready as we can be, um, given the circumstances and what we uh, have to deal with. We aren't um, able to practice, so uh, we've just been doing a lot of off-ice stuff uh, that's working out in our gyms at home or watching game tapes back and just getting mentally uh, prepared. What have you got it set in your mind? I mean, you never, you're, you're an elite athlete. Your team are the defending champions. So I don't imagine you even think of failure, but have you, have you prepared yourself though for, you know, you're used to playing at a certain level and, and you just haven't had the opportunity to be able to prepare like that. So have you got it at least kind of part of your mental psyche that, you know, if, if this isn't going right, uh, you know, from the first game, don't sweat it. Like, you know, we'll, we'll find our rhythm. We'll find our tempo. Yeah. It's, it's like riding a bike. <laughs> You'll have a few bumps uh, to start, 
but uh, once we get going, I think we'll uh, we'll get back on our feet again and just uh, get those slides under us and get that feel for the ice again. Right. Now, is it the feel for the ice, carry, or is it the physical part of the game that you think will be the biggest challenge? Physical part, too. You know, as much off ice, uh, working out, hitting the gym, as much as we have been doing, um, I, it just doesn't replicate what we do on the ice. Um, the sweeping and uh, the sliding, it's just it's, you can't do that <laughs> off ice. So, um, yeah, we just got to be uh, pretty – pretty careful and uh, don't want any injuries. Have, have you talked at all uh, with some of the other Manitoba teams that are going to be going? I mean, this is, I don't want to use the unprecedented word again. So um, <laughs> this might never be repeated, Carrie Anderson, where five teams from from one province go to compete in a national curl, curling final. Uh, have you guys talked about it at all, uh, you know, in, in your fraternity about just how special this could be? Um, I actually haven't had a chance to talk with anyone. <laughs> um, but it is, it for sure is very special. Uh, you definitely don't see this at a national championship. Um, it kind of feels like a Manitoba Scotties. So <laughs> um, it is uh, definitely pretty cool to see five Manitoba teams. Yeah, and I don't want to say there would be intimidation, but the fact that you guys, Team Anderson, is going in as the defending champions, uh, does that give you a little bit of ice cred, if you will, you know, going into this thing? I mean, you're the you're the team that everybody needs to beat to, to get to where you guys are right now. Yeah, everyone's going to be gunning for us. So we know that we have to play our very best every single game and just give it our all out there. Um, it's it's going to be a long grind, that's for sure. Yeah. So tell me, what do you know about the bubble? Like, I'm I, I'm really curious here in terms of, I'm, I'm guessing that under normal circumstances on the road, uh, would it be you and Val and then Brianne and Shannon that would, you know, be roommates type of thing? or And, and how is that going to work in the bubble? Are you at least going to have some normalcy that way? Um, so before we leave, we have to get tested, uh, get a negative test result. And then we are driving, the four of us are driving and meet, meeting Val and Heather there. And then um, we'll have to get tested again. And we all have our own separate rooms. So we all go to our own rooms, got to isolate for 24 hours. Um, then we'll, day two, we'll get another test done. And day four and five, um, that's kind of what we were told. So um, we're going to have some sore noses, I think. <laughs> Oh, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. Have you been tested? I know because of the work you do, I'm, I'm guessing you've been tested fairly regularly. And, and have you, do you ever get used to that? Um, I've been tested uh, two times and it's definitely not an experience I would recommend people to have. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, but um, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to get back out there. So yeah, I, I know when we were talking to uh, some members of the Jets back in the summer when they were getting ready to go to the bubble in Edmonton and they were describing those tests as brain ticklers. Yep, that's basically what it is. It's like they're 
almost poking you right in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what about what about meals and that sort of thing, Carrie? Because uh, again, you know, normally you would eat together, you would spend time together. You're saying that you're going to stay in separate rooms. Uh, are they going to have prepackaged meals for you that you'll have to go back to your room and, and eat and that t- type of thing? Um, we're going to we're going to bring some meals, uh, whatever we can, but uh, it's mostly you. You skip the dishes. Uh, they'll have a restaurant down there, but you can order from there. So, yeah, you're basically eating in your room by yourself. Eventually, we'll be able to eat with our teammates um, a few days in, but um, it'll be pretty lonely for the first little while. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine you'll be able to catch up on your reading, or, or I don't know. I'm not I, I don't a huge know reader. But I okay. might just take on some reading and Netflix. <laughs> there you go. I was just going to say. So, yeah, have you had any recommendations for Netflix? Um, I've had a few, but over the pandemic, I've watched mostly all of them. <laughs> so I'm running out of options. So oh, if you I'll have you what, any for me, throw it my way. <laughs> oh, my wife and I right now, we are watching Yellowstone and are just enthralled with that. Uh, I don't know if it's Netflix, but Your Honor is is fabulous as well. I think that might be Crave, uh, but there was a series that our youngest daughter and her husband tipped us off on. It's called Succession. So I don't know if you can remember all this. Yellowstone, Succession, and Your Honor. They're, uh, I don't know if they're all Netflix, but uh, if you can find them, I, I think, if, if nothing else, Carrie, they will keep you on the edge of your seat. They will not, you will not be bored watching those shows. Oh, perfect. I heard Yellowstone was pretty good, so <laughs> I will definitely look at those. Yeah. Hey, just before we let you go, and thanks a bunch for uh, taking the time to, to join us here tonight. Um, one of the other things that uh, I thought was really kind of interesting, uh, and I would imagine it's going to extend your stay in the bubble, you and Brad Gushu have uh, yeah. uh, decided to uh, become teammates uh, in mixed doubles. How did all that come about? Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. Um, I have never played mixed doubles before, but it's uh, definitely a different game, and I'm looking forward to the challenge. And, uh, yeah, Brad had uh, asked me in the summer, and I wasn't quite sure what curling was going to look like, so I didn't quite commit um, until uh, fall. And when I knew curling was it, my women's curling wasn't going to be as intense as it usually is, so uh, I committed and said, yeah, sure, we can give mixed doubles a go. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of how that came about. So if you, uh, if you had to kind of been studying up a little bit, because that's a, as you mentioned, that is an entirely different game than the traditional team of four. Yeah, I've been watching a couple games, but maybe that's what else I'll do while I'm in the bubble there is watch some mixed doubles games. Um to uh, to learn some of the strategy. <laughs> yeah. So now, are you? Are, will you just stay down in Calgary then for the duration, Carrie? Because uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember what the dates were. Do, do mixed doubles happen between the Scotties and the Briar, or after the Briar? After the Briar. So I'm going to come home after the Scotties um, for about a week or two, and then I'll come back for the mixed doubles. 
All right. Well, we wish you nothing but success. Uh, it's been so much fun watching you and Val and Shannon and Brianna. And I know there's, you know, the fifth and, and your coach, Heather, uh, that are all part of that as well. But uh, uh, we really, really do wish you all the best and uh, uh, that you stay safe and that you, you have as great a time in the bubble as you possibly can. Thank you so much for having me.